Welcome to the Liquid Church Podcast, a place where you can hear the timeless truth of God's Word in a way that's culturally relevant and cutting edge. Today, we have the privilege of sharing an exciting message with you in which Pastor Tim unveils the church's vision for 2022. Learn how together we can be the church. It's our hope this message will help you discover how God's story relates to your own and that you'll leave feeling encouraged. Thanks for joining us today and enjoy the message. Our journey began in 1998 and we found out that we were expecting. I got a phone call from the doctor saying that there may be some kind of abnormality with the baby. She had very mild hydrocephalus at this point. So I walk in and see her in an incubator. That's what the first part of parenthood was like. It was like, wow, this is really, really rough. You know, you give yourself self-doubt Am I able to take care of this child that needs us? Can we do this? Well, I started therapies at three months old, so it was relatively normal to me. I really saw through it all how good God is. There would be a piece that would come over me. It would be like, you know what? I got you through this. And, you know, he pulled me through. I just hope to have a purpose every day and to lead a normal life. When my mom and I heard Pastor Tim and Aaron at the cafe, we just grabbed each other and started sobbing. And I just feel for individuals that are like me, this cafe is just gonna be, oh my gosh, so amazing. It'll give them the chance to prove their self-worth that they could do many things. It would impact not only the families, but it would impact the customers, because they may come in and, oh, they're having a bad day, and then when they see, when they come and grab a cup of coffee, they may, you know, leave and say, you know what, it wasn't such a bad day. Maybe someone, my walk into the cafe that don't know Jesus, don't know, you know, how good he is and what he's capable of doing. And, you know, it might bring them to him. It might you know, save so many people. I just want to let you all know that no matter what circumstance you will go through, God always provides when you least expect it. And he'll always be by your side. He'll never let you go. He'll guide you through any situation. Just trust in him always. You know, when you see special needs and Jesus put together, watch out. It's going to be so victorious. Well, good morning, Liquid Church. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. Let's welcome all our campuses and church online to Vision Sunday. And can we thank Sydney for sharing her story? That was awesome, amazing, so heartfelt. 
You know, Sydney and her parents, Kim and Tony, are here today. And uh, as lead pastor, I think I speak for our whole church when I say, Sydney, we are so blessed uh, to have you as a treasured member of our church family. She's like liquid sunshine, just an amazing young woman. Guys, Sydney and her family represent hundreds of special needs families who worship every week at Liquid. And if you rewind the clock all the way back to fall of 2019, do you guys remember that? 2019, I'm talking, this is 2019 BC, okay, before COVID. Uh, we unveiled our vision to open a brand new clean water cafe that employs special needs adults. And the cafe really combines the two great passions of our church, and that is clean drinking water and special needs. We're bringing them together, and we call it the Clean Water Cafe because over the last 14 years, the people of Liquid, through your generosity, you have now brought safe, clean drinking water to over 130,000 people across nine nations. Amazing to see your impact. That's because of your generosity. In fact, our church now has drilled more than 360 clean water wells around the world, places like Africa and Central America. And uh, water really changes everything. It elevates health and education uh, for the 663 million people on our planet who don't have clean drinking water. It's really like giving the gift of life itself. And so the cafe celebrates that. And here's the fun part. While you enjoy your cup of coffee, think about that. Another person is receiving a cup of cold water in Jesus' name. Uh, the Clean Water uh, Cafe is actually not for profit, so it's not to make money, but we want to generate a social profit, a social good, by also employing special needs adults um, at Liquid. We have a passion for championing friends like Sydney and Robbie, uh, from autism to Down syndrome. We just celebrate everyone made in God's image and gifted with different abilities. So we asked, hey, what if we designed the cafe to create jobs and meaningful employment for adults with special needs. Because right now, the unemployment rate is over 80% for adults with intellectual or developmental disabilities. Over 80%. That's a harsh reality. But as a church, we see it as a huge opportunity. I hope you heard what Sydney said. She said, this cafe will give proof that people like me have self-worth and can do many things. Amen. It won't just impact the families, but the customers too. When you see special needs in Jesus put together, watch out. It's going to be so victorious. Sydney, I agree. And uh, today on Vision Sunday 2021, we are finally cutting the red ribbon and opening the doors to the Clean Water Cafe in Parsippany. Uh, you can take a look. Pretty amazing when you, I think you'll agree, it came out beautiful. Comfortable, soft seating, gathering areas with lighting, free Wi-Fi, brand new espresso machines, uh, warming ovens in the kitchen. And this is really to bless our whole church and community. At all of our campuses, we're actually serving free coffee on Sundays to start. So drink up, cheers, you're changing the world with every sip. Now, to cut the ribbon, we appreciate our executive pastor, Dave Brooks, being here. Susie Sorez, our liquid family pastor. And we have some special guests. Church Heather, would you welcome Sydney and Sarah, our cafe manager, yeah, to the stage. Sydney, I think I speak for everybody here. You hear them clapping. <laughs> when I say we see Jesus more clearly because of your life, we really do through you and your testimony. And now you're kind of helping lead the way for dozens of friends to serve Jesus and our neighbors. So on Vision Sunday, we want to give you the honor, along with Sarah, our cafe manager, you have the honor of actually cutting the red ribbon. So you guys get your, get your scissors out and liquid, I need you to give us a drum roll. Can you give me a little, uh, here we go. Give me a drum roll, everybody. Come on, all our campuses. Three, two, one. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Okay, I'm gonna make it real easy for you. Ready? Now. Oh, we gotta sharpen these scissors, guys. Oh, there it goes. Come on, now. 
High five. Way to to go. Now, here's here's the thing, guys. It is kind of funny, our ceremonial cutting today, but we actually have one more surprise for you, Sydney. Are you ready? Yeah. Close your eyes. We want to present you with your very own official apron as one of our first employees of the Clean Water Cafe. You want to put it on? You got to give her a hand there, Sarah. And we're really excited you're going to see this at all of our, uh, at all of our uh, different cafes and different campuses. And what I love is the slogan, drink coffee, change the world, because that's really what, what is happening here. So as you enjoy your pumpkin spice latte, you are making a difference. So Sydney, I would love to ask you maybe just, uh, just real quickly, what is your hope or your prayer for the cafe? You know what, Pastor Tim? This is something that I've been waiting for for so long. And, you know, I know Jesus tells us you got to be humble and kind, but I just want to scream and shout because I'm so excited about it. <laughs> Come on, scream and shout. Give God a praise. You can do that here. <laughs> but honestly, my hope and prayer is, is that the cafe succeeds in every way and that um, we can help them make a difference in many lives. And I'm so honored to be a part of that. Well, we are honored, and we are so excited. Can we thank Sydney and Sarah and all of our team here? They've done an amazing job. Would you guys go get the cafe ready? Because I think you're going to have a bum rush on coffee after the service here. But guys, we're so excited. And this is really because you caught God's vision, his heart. Sydney is joining Robbie Brooks and Alicia and Jackson and Allegra as some of our first employees. So if you've got family or friends who might be interested in working there, you can just visit liquidchurch.com slash cafe, and we'll send you all the details about that, okay? Now, with anything new, you know we got to walk first before we run. So to start this fall, the cafe will only be open actually on Sundays to serve you guys free coffee. But then in the new year, staff like Sydney will receive on-the-job training during the week to learn how to welcome new customers, mix up those yummy specialty drinks, you know, the lattes and the, the flat whites and the mochaccinos, all that good stuff. And then get ready to eventually open Monday to Friday through the public. So next spring, we are hoping, God willing, hopefully COVID will cooperate. (laughs) We're going to open the cafe Monday through Friday to the public so that uh, our neighbors or you can come in, you know, get a cup of before or after work, just relax with friends and use the free Wi-Fi and just enjoy our exceptional hospitality. I really, I really believe when people walk in here and they meet our exceptional staff, they're going to get more than a cup. They're going to get a glimpse of God's heart and purpose for their lives. You know what Jesus said when, uh, when he met a man born blind? When Jesus met a man with a, a disability, he said this, he said, this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in his life. In other words, God has a purpose and a plan for every child and every adult so that their life brings glory to God. Say amen if you agree. Amen? Guys, this is the fulfillment of a vision that God gave our church two years ago. And it's happening today because of your generosity. So I just want to say thank you. As your pastor, can I just hear my heart? Thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you're new, um, this congregation, we just, we just have this huge heart for advancing Christ's kingdom of compassion, for feeding the hungry, for serving the thirsty in Jesus' name, uh, championing those who are sometimes left behind so that the last can be first. That's how it works in the kingdom, not just Disney World. So thank you for making this vision a reality. What I want to do today is I want to look forward now to the vision God's calling us to as a church in 2022. Proverbs 29, Book of Wisdom, it says this, where there is no vision, 
the people what? The people perish. In other words, if you don't keep looking ahead to what's on the horizon, you actually stay stuck. Or worse, you perish. You, you start spinning your wheels and sinking. It's the opposite of forward momentum. And so as we look to 2022, I'll, I'll just be honest, I can't wait to turn the page on 2021. <laughs> it has been a tough year, exhausting in a lot of ways. 20 months of this pandemic, and, and we're not quite out of it yet, but, but as a church, guys, we have made such significant progress. I want you to think on Thanksgiving, we're giving thanks for all that God's done this year. After 18 long months, we actually reopened. We've never done that before. Six campuses in a single year. In Middlesex, Somerset, Mountainside, Garwood, we resumed hosting worship services at full capacity. And then in the middle of a pandemic, God actually performed two merger miracles. We received two church buildings, one in Princeton and one in Passaic. And today we are actually welcoming, go back one slide there. I want to welcome Princeton Meadow. They are coming live to Vision Sunday. Can we hear it for them? We're so excited about all God's doing in Mercer County. But up next, we're going to open the doors in Wayne, New Jersey, next spring when renovations are finished on our new building on Ratzer Road. And if I could just speak a minute to our Essex County families who are, who are relocating to Passaic, I want to thank you especially. Thank you for your patience and for your perseverance. I know that's been so long since you've had a permanent place to call home. And, and this project, let me tell you, it's taken a lot longer than we expected. Uh, we had hoped to be in by Christmas, but there's been so many delays, you know, during COVID. Shortage of materials, the whole supply chain, labor, permits have taken longer than expected. The town asked us to put in a sprinkler system. And, and so let me just tell you, our construction team is doing a top-notch job, the excellence you always expect, but it's taking extra time. And so I just want to say I am so proud of your spiritual grit, Essex. Your, your resilience, you've been faithfully worshiping, serving in Parsippany. Last week, I loved, I loved watching Pastor Jim and Joanne baptize a dozen people from Essex County. And so we just appreciate your heart and perseverance. And in fact, I would love to treat you to lunch today after the 11 o'clock service. You're from Essex County, or if you're interested in our Passaic campus opening in the spring, just come upstairs and Pastor Jim and I will just give you a little update, answer any questions. But have faith, Essex and Passaic. You are opening next, and God is still at work. I think you saw it last Sunday. Uh, for me, man, I needed last Sunday. Just seeing 146 men, women, boys, and girls get baptized and take the plunge. Can we hear for them? Praise God for new lives in Christ. Such a special, I, I literally got chills standing in that tub, okay? And it wasn't just because the water was cold. Guys, it's been two years since we baptized new believers because of COVID. And let me tell you something, standing in that tub just listening to story after story of how Jesus is meeting people and their grief, and their loss. One woman said to me, she said, Tim, I didn't think I could actually get in the water because my sins were so dark. And she just stood there just kind of trembling. But praise God, man, Jesus washed them white as snow, amen? She's a new creation in Christ, filled with the Holy Spirit. And so I, I just stood that tub, I just started crying. It was just so powerful to see so many children being baptized. After all we've been through, it just felt like hope. I, I didn't realize my soul just needed that so much. Just to see God moving powerfully through our campuses, my heart is full. So I just want you to know, I see signs of life busting out all over liquid. But I know it hasn't been easy. And so I want to share with you a scripture today um, that God put on my heart. It comes from a, a book in the Bible not a lot of people spend time in. It's called Ezra. Can you say that with me? Ezra. Ezra chapter 3. And it's really a story of God's people, the Israelites. The moment where they're laying the foundation of the second temple. Everybody say temple. Now say second temple. There was a first temple. It was called Solomon's Temple. It was built by King Solomon. And let me tell you, Solomon's Temple was gorgeous. It was big. It was beautiful. It was ornate. 
glittering with gold. <laughs> you might be like, is that Caesar's Las Vegas? Man, it was better than that. It held the Ark of the Covenant. But this first temple was destroyed in 587 BC by the Babylonians. Israel's enemies sacked Jerusalem. They actually tore down the temple, destroyed it, and, and carried a lot of the Jews off into captivity back to Babylon as slaves. You guys remember when we studied Daniel? But 50 years later, King Cyrus granted the Jews the right to return home and rebuild their temple in Jerusalem. And so they built a second temple to replace the first one that got destroyed. And so here in Ezra, I want to read this. We're going to see God's people laying the foundation of this second temple. And it's actually a big celebration. It's a party for most of them. But for some, there's a different response. Read with me. Verse 11 says this, Ezra 3. And all the people gave a what church? A great shout of praise to the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. You guys ever lay a foundation, you know, of a home or something like that? People are excited because they're like, hey, we're rebuilding the temple, or we would say they're rebuilding the church, and everyone gave a, a great shout. Give me a great shout, church. Come on, here we go. Woo! <laughs> it's like Rick Flair. Woo! <laughs> okay. But it says this, but many of the older priests and Levites and family heads who had seen the former temple, they weren't so happy. What's it say? They wept aloud when they saw the foundation of this temple being laid while many others shouted for joy and isn't this interesting the mixed emotion it's like half the people shouted for joy like woo woo second temple they're cheering they're clapping they're praising god because they're like hey god's doing a brand new work here but at the exact same moment all the older folks wept aloud they're crying why are they why are they crying it says but many of the older priests and levites family heads who had seen the former temple, they remember the first one, wept aloud when they saw the foundation of the second temple being laid, while the others shouted for joy. In other words, the older folks who could remember the early years were sad. Because they were just like, we remember Solomon's temple is big and beautiful and gold, but the second temple was actually a lot more modest. It was smaller. You can't find a lot of pictures of it online. <laughs> it didn't have as much gold. It didn't have the Ark of the Covenant inside. And so the first temple folks looked at the, the new foundation and wept. They're like, this, this isn't the same, man. The temple's different. It's, it's, it's not as grand. Isn't that interesting? Two groups of people see God laying a new foundation, and one shouts for joy, and the other weeps with tears. They had mixed emotions. Verse 13 says, look at this. No one could distinguish the sound of the shouts of joy from the sound of weeping, because the people made so much noise, and the sound was heard far, far away. You know, last week, I spent a few days with uh, a bunch of pastors from different continents, faraway places like Australia, uh, you know, Holland, uh, Canada, places where people are, you know, totally strange to speak another language, California. And uh, it was surprising to me how many of the pastors kept referring back to the days of their church pre-COVID, <laughs> you know, the first temple, their glory days. They're like, man, you should have seen our church back in 2018, you know. All these people, you know, volunteers, we, we were humming, man. And as they talked about what COVID had done to their ministries, just kind of the loss of, of momentum, the loss of people, the loss of vision, of energy, they were sad. Actually, a couple of them openly cried. One said, man, I miss those days. I, I, just, I just wish our church could go back. You ever feel that way? You know, as I read these words in Ezra, I thought, man, this is where a lot of church people are right now, post-COVID. 
lot of people have come back to church, but they're like, man, things, things aren't the same. I see as many new faces as old ones. I remember days when we, I remember days when we have 300 volunteers buzzing around a campus, but now, as we're rebuilding from COVID, we're lucky to get 30. <laughs> and so there's all this, these mixed emotions, you know, shouts of joy at Princeton, woo, but maybe some sounds of weeping in Passaic. When are we finally going to move in? I get that. COVID's been hard for all of us, not just for the church. Maybe, maybe your job has changed. Things are different. School is, is, is changed for students. Maybe your business has changed, and, and you remember back to the first temple days. Remember that things were bigger and brighter and more beautiful. But can I just encourage you as your pastor? Let me tell you something. It's a good thing to grieve, right? We learned that in EHS. But can I also tell you, it would be a shame if you stuck there. If you stay stuck in that, in that season, longing for the days of the past, because in Ezra, God is actually warning his people, don't treat the second temple as second best. In other words, you can't move forward into the future God has for you if you treat the second temple, the new season, as second best. Can I tell you, God is laying a new foundation right here in Ezra. Half the people weep, half shout for joy because they see a vision for the future. And yeah, it looks a little bit different than the previous one, but God's like, I'm doing a fresh work. I'm pouring a brand new foundation for my church after my people return home. And I, I tell you, that's what I see God doing at Liquid. I really do. He is laying a new foundation right before our eyes, baptizing new people, opening new campuses. God's rebuilding his church. But I'm telling you, we can't move forward as a church if we don't learn. We can't treat the second temple as second best. At Liquid, we celebrate the past, but we don't get stuck there. Amen? A new decade is dawning. And by God's grace, I believe the best is yet to come. Shout for joy if you agree. Do you agree, church? Make some noise. We can't go forward until we stop treating the second temple as second best. And so I want to share with you the foundation I believe God's calling us to build as we move into 2022. And on your way in, you receive the brochure. If you want to take that out, it says 2021 Christmas offering. And if you open that up, inside it's our vision, the four ministry areas we feel God calling us to invest in here at year's end. Now, if you're new, uh, just kind of familiarize you, every Christmas, our leadership team looks forward kind of the year to come. And what we try to do is just discern where's the Holy Spirit moving? How can we invest in Jesus' work here in New Jersey and around the world. And then we receive a special offering each December above and beyond our regular Sunday tithes and offerings to invest in these mission critical areas so that we'll have momentum going into the new year. And I think you can see there on the front there, we got a big goal. You see it there? $500,000 by December 31st. And this is important, guys, because if you open this up, go ahead and open it, you'll see the four pillars of our foundation, our future. Our hunger and homelessness, serving college students and next generation of leaders, special needs ministry, and helping other pastors and churches succeed. I want to tell you a little bit about each one because especially the first, next Friday and Saturday, December 3rd and 4th, that's actually this, this coming Friday and Saturday, it's actually our family's favorite weekend of the year. At every campus, we are hosting our annual Christmas outreach where we pack one million meals for the global poor, for children who can't afford food, and our church just kind of comes together, and what we do is we put our hairnets on, and, and we put on some jingle music, man, and we just pack these nutrient-rich, fortified, healthy meals to send around the world. And this year, I'm excited because we're partnering with Rise Against Hunger, who is committed to ending the epidemic of chronic malnutrition around the world. Take a look at this piece of the vision. Hey, 
Liquid Church, Kristen Flynn here, your Outreach Director, and today I'm here in Kearney, New Jersey with my friend Nick Damari, who is the Market Development Manager here at Rise Against Hunger. What's up, Liquid Church? Today, we're going to get a sneak peek inside the warehouse as Rise Against Hunger prepares our supplies for the Packout events this December. Hey, Nick, can you show us the way? Yeah, let's head on in. So here we are, Rise Against Hunger, New Jersey's home. This is the spot where we have the opportunity to prepare for the, our meal packing events. From here, all of our meals get ready to be sent over to our meal packing experience, where they're then brought back here after the event and then shipped right out of our doors to our partners overseas. Wow, that's awesome, Nick. You guys do so much in this space to make a huge impact. And so tell, tell me a little bit more about the meals that our church will be packing. What goes into a meal pack? Yeah, of course. Inside each and every one of Rise Against Hunger meal packing events is rice, soy, vegetables, and vitamins. All of this gets put inside of our bag where it's then uh, able to get weighed and instantly heat sealed by volunteers from Liquid Church. From there, this bag gets put inside of a box with 36 other bags. The box gets taped up and the next time that box is open is when it is the hand of a hungry child. So Nick, the meal packs are really the beginning of the impact that Rise Against Hunger has. So help me envision someone receives a meal pack and then what happens? What are the next steps? Yeah, so Rise Against Hunger is honored to be able to say that we have seen our impact in over 78 different developing countries around the world. Our goal is to be able to provide the immediate nourishment to those in need today, while also implementing sustainable solutions to end hunger tomorrow. Solutions that will lift entire communities out of poverty for years to come. With that being said, I am so excited to say that meals packaged by Liquid Church this December will be going to our distribution partners in Haiti to serve an immediate need. Nick, thank you so much for sharing. I am thrilled with our partnership with you and the whole team at Rise Against Hunger. Now, Liquid Church, we have an opportunity to come together to pack one million meals on December 3rd and 4th, and we need you. By serving alongside us and by your above and beyond generosity, we can come together to help fight world hunger. Thank you in advance for your generosity that's gonna make our Christmas outreach possible. Now back to you, Pastor Tim. Who's ready to feed the hungry in Jesus' name? Make some noise if you're excited about that. Shouts for joy, right? Hey, listen, guys, this is kind of crazy. We already have 4,000 people signed up to serve next weekend, okay? I just want to let you know, the Christmas outreach on Friday and Saturday, it's really an incredible opportunity to show Jesus' love and his compassion to the hungry in a real practical way. And we're going to do our best to meet our previous record of packing 1 million meals uh, for hungry children and families in Haiti this year. And it's 100% funded by this year's Christmas offering. So understand it is your gift to the Christmas offering that makes that kind of impact possible. It also laid the foundation for our partnership in Patterson with City Relief or the Relief Bus, some of you guys know. They're launching a new initiative in Passaic County, which has the highest rate of homelessness in all of New Jersey. And along with City Relief, we're going to provide boots on the ground in Patterson, offering hearty food, Christ's love, and access to a continuum of care uh, so that our homeless friends and the urban poor can really experience life transformation. You know, as we open our Passaic campus in 2022, we're making a major investment in ministry in Patterson. We're providing both financial and volunteer support to the relief bus that fulfills the promise of Psalm 146. Take a look at that. You can see it at the bottom there. It says this about the Lord. It says, he gives justice to the poor and food to the hungry. The Lord sets prisoners free. People are trapped in economic poverty and social dysfunction. We proclaim the freedom of the Lord. So it's really a joy to join Jesus in his work. 
Now listen, if you're, uh, you'll see we're laying a foundation, uh, not just in the area of hunger and homelessness, but also for college students in 2022. Um, Pastor Aaron down in Princeton told me a pretty funny story. Uh, I said, how'd the grand opening go? She said, Tim, there were these four freshmen from Princeton University who came to the grand opening of our new campus. I said, well, how'd they get there? He said, she said, they pooled their money and they Ubered to church. <laughs> they, they hired a lift. Like, like, I love Gen Z, man. They're just industrious. I want you to meet these amazing students we're going to be serving. Take a look. Hey, guys, Pastor Aaron here. I have some friends I want you to meet. Guys, go ahead, introduce yourselves. Yeah, so my name is Julian, and I'm a freshman at Princeton. Uh, I'm Alex, and I'm also a freshman at Princeton. I'm Osvaldo, I'm also a freshman at Princeton. And I'm David, and I'm a freshman at Princeton. Four freshmen at Princeton. So what brought you guys here three weeks ago to our grand opening? Yeah, so there's a lot of reasons, but I think the biggest one for me was coming to like a college and you know being around people you don't really know and being in a completely new place mm -hmm. um, I was really looking to anchor myself in a Christian community and be surrounded by other Christians and I think Liquid has done a really fantastic job at providing that for me. That's awesome. Now one of the things I hear constantly from college kids is how hard it is to get to church. How did you guys get here the first week? So we've been taking a lift for the past three weeks to get to church and I mean it's been pretty crazy but I think for most college students, um, trying to get up in the morning might be a little rough, especially if you don't know exactly how you're going to get to church. Mm -hmm. So I think you know, having the Uber has been good so far, but you know, some form of transportation where you can get to church and you know how you're going to get there and it's going to be something that happens on a weekly basis that you're expecting, um, that will really help people, college students especially, get to church. Absolutely. And these guys, by the way, not in the video today, brought three more friends this Sunday. So we are so excited to see how God's going to take this little trickle of college students and turn it into a massive flowing river. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Can we hear for our next generation of leaders in this church? Guys, this Christmas, we're giving a special gift. This Christmas offering is going to help us purchase a special college student shuttle for New Jersey college students across the state. Uh, our Princeton campus is kind of cool. It's only 10 minutes away from Princeton, from Ryder University, and the College of New Jersey. And it's actually going to be available to use at all of our campuses. So for Rutgers, Montclair State, William Patterson, it's for our whole church. So remember, these are the guys who are going to build the second temple, okay? That right there is the foundation of the future of this church. And so our college shuttle is going to offer transportation to, to Sunday services, small groups, outreaches, special events just for college students, especially the ones who are far from home during those four years, you know? I don't know about you, but you were with your family. I was with my family this Thanksgiving. There's a lot of international students in New Jersey who actually couldn't go home. And my heart is, I hope our church can be like a surrogate family, caring for students while they're far away from their, their home. Small groups who can take them in at Thanksgiving and Christmas for the holidays. So this is really about investing in that next generation of Christ followers. Just like Psalm 145 declares, it says, one generation commends your works to another. In other words, there's a generational transfer. They tell of the Lord's mighty acts. Remember, don't just focus on the past. You've got to look to the future. Don't treat the second temple as second best. God's laying the foundation of our church's future right now. Now, our third area of focus here is our special needs ministry, and I'm going to invite Pastor Susie to come on out and tell you about that. Would you give a big warm welcome to Susie Sorez, our pastor of Liquid Family, and special needs. Tell yeah. us about this, Susie. Well, who's ready for limo rides, corsages, and a packed dance floor? Because we can't wait for that time of year again, and that's prom season. So in June 2022, Liquid Church will host the King and Queen's Ball, an unforgettable 
prom experience designed especially for teens and adults, 14 and older, with special needs. And so when the Tim Tebow Foundation announced this year that they would once again hold a drive-through event in 2022, we decided to host an alternative event. So that's why we want to provide a special needs community with an outstanding social experience. Our VIP guests will enjoy an all-day beauty bar, dinner, dancing, and one-on-one -on -one care of an assigned buddy. The Kings and Queens Ball will offer an opportunity for each special guest to be crowned the King and Queen. Now, I'm glad we're bringing that back because it is our favorite night of the whole year. Like, we party like it's 1999, okay? It, it, is, it is an amazing, amazing thing. But it's not just the Kings and Queens Ball. What else are you planning? Yeah, we're bringing back Parents' Night Out. So with our special needs community still recovering from the isolating effects of the pandemic, we feel compelled to bring back our respite nights in 2022. Now, these events allow parents to drop off all of their children for a few hours of free childcare while their kids get the royal treatment with an evening of fun, crafts, games, and socialization. It's amazing. Can we thank Pastor Susie and our special needs team? Thank you so much for your leadership. I am just so proud of the huge heart that this church has for special needs community. I mean, I can't wait for the Kings and Queens Ball. It really is. It's like the best party in the state. But I hope you can see it. We want to give you a little glimpse of the future, what God's calling us to invest in this Christmas. And understand, 2022, it's going to look a little bit different because God is rebuilding his church. He's, he's laying a new foundation, but don't treat the second temple second best. Guys, my dream is that Liquid would be known as the most generous church on the East Coast. I mean, we have a kingdom heart. Uh, it's important that you know this. Um, we are not just about meeting our needs as a church. We want to help other churches in the Northeast rebuild and reach their communities for Christ. So in 2022, we're launching something called the Church Changer Network, which has three platforms. So a coaching network to support lead pastors, and it's the third year we'll actually be doing this. Um, you guys may not know this, but every month uh, I invite lead pastors from around the region to actually come to your church just for a day of encouragement, coaching, and free resources. And we talk about their ministries and, and our staff. They share our best practices and, and sermon series and system documents. If people are like, how do you do special needs ministry? We help them get it off the ground and we give it to them for free. And uh, this year we have an awesome network of pastors from around the region. They were here last week. Um, you can take a look. They're from New York City, Long Island, South Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Vermont, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, and Massachusetts. Yes, there's actually Christians in Massachusetts. I thought it was all pagan Red Sox fans, but they, 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 it's amazing. They come to your church, and that network is literally it's part of our generosity. It's our gift to smaller churches and church planters and inner city pastors who are trying to rebuild their congregation. And so this year, we got 27 pastors uh, coming for training every month, and because of your generosity, we are scholarshipping many of them. Uh, some pay a small fee just to have skin in the game, but it's really church planters who can't afford it, as well as multi-ethnic urban congregations. Uh, one of the pastors we're giving a scholarship to is named David Cho. Uh, he's a, a new friend, a Korean church planner, and he's starting a brand new church in Paramus, New Jersey called Mosaic Covenant Church. And David contacted Liquid to ask for help, um, and we're a kingdom church. We want to help every church succeed, so we're actually giving David for Christmas an entire trailer filled with 18 road cases to store and transport their ministry equipment, children's stuff, all that. And Pastor David wanted to say thank you to you. Hi, Liquid Church. My name is David Cho. Uh, I'm the lead planter, pastor for Mosaic Covenant Church in New Jersey out in Paramus. I wish I could say our church plant was, it was because of our skills and our gifts, but really it was just God's provision. 
and his grace on just how he did it. And Liquid is a part of that journey for us. We had two very specific needs. And um, one of those needs was a way to move our equipment. <laughs> and literally the first time we did it, we just threw everything in the back of a truck and just hoped it survived on the way there. As I was talking to uh, Dave, uh, he was the one who actually brought up the idea of a trailer. I looked at him and I was like, so that, is that a thing? <laughs> is that a thing? And he said, yep, I'll put on the list. And I'm like, oh, you're making a list. <laughs> well, we realized, oh, I think God answered a prayer that I wasn't even really asking. And so our whole journey has been some version of that. It's really been an exciting journey for us. Liquid Church, thank you for your generosity, for your support. Um, you guys have no idea just by you being there, you being, you listening to this, uh, what, what, what that has done for other churches in the New Jersey area and how God has been spreading without you even realizing it. So thank you. Isn't that cool, guys? I love it. I, I really believe, you know, the church is at our best when we collaborate, not compete with each other. Amen? At Liquid, we have a saying, we say, hey guys, we're going to put aside our, our egos and logos. Let's just leave those at the door and do something great for God together. Amen? So in 2022, we're going to host a podcast, also a one-day leadership conference next fall, uh, just to serve church leaders around the Northeast. They're hungry for best practices and ministry tools. And so I want you to know your generous gift this Christmas, it's actually going to ripple out and help other churches and congregations around our Northeast region impact their communities for Christ. Guys, can you see the vision? Everything that God's calling us to in the new year. It's a lot. We're a little bit laying a new foundation in 2022, and, and I just want to invite you to be a part of it. It really is exciting to me. Uh, I want to encourage you to really do two things uh, this weekend, this week. First, I want to encourage you to take this brochure home. Don't put, throw it away on your way out. Just pray about it. That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking you for money today. I want to ask you to do something more dangerous. Pray. Ask God how he wants you to invest in this vision. I would encourage you to actually leave this brochure on your nightstand and every night before bed, just to say, God, how, what do you want me to do to help build your kingdom, make this vision a reality? You know, every December, Colleen and I, we get together uh, as a husband and wife. We just kind of pray about our year-end giving. We actually start saving during the year for this offering, and, and it's always above and beyond our normal tithe. If you're new, tithe just means 10% of your offering is given back to God. It's just to your local church, but this is above and beyond to people who need our help. And so we pray about that together, and then we invite our kids into the process. So parents, can I just encourage you, use this as a discipleship tool to teach your kids Christmas ain't all about getting stuff for you. <laughs> it's about giving back to others, seeing the needs of others and helping those on the margins. God's calling us to feed the hungry, elevate our special needs families, invest in the next generation of college students, and then resource struggling ministries around our region. So take this home, pray about the Christmas offering, and just add a, add a simple question. Say, Lord, how do you want me? To invest in your kingdom this Christmas because it's an investment. A lot of you invest. This isn't stocks. This isn't crypto. <laughs> this isn't Tesla. This is an investment in a spiritual portfolio, the kingdom of Jesus Christ, which will never fade. So pray about it and then partner with us. Uh, my hope is that every single person here who calls Liquid Church home, those of you online, that everyone will participate. It's not about equal amounts. It's about equal sacrifice. So whatever you decide to give, if it's $30 or $300 or $3,000 or $30,000, it's not about the amount, it's about the heart behind it. Let me give you a good guideline to use. I always think when people say, what should I give, Tim? I always simply say this, I never say a number. I say, hey, just bless others in proportion how God has blessed you. Does that make sense? 
I, I love the verse at the bottom. Listen to this. Pro- this is a promise from Proverbs. Listen to this. A generous person will prosper. It's a promise. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. So guys, you have a prime opportunity to refresh others and give generously the way God's been generous to you. So can I just challenge some of you? Um, maybe some of you have struggled this year. You don't need to feel guilty about that if, you, if you're not able to give. But, but maybe, maybe, maybe God has been good to you during COVID. You know, while some others have suffered, others have prospered. I actually saw a friend recently. I said, you know, how are you doing, man? He said, honestly, Tim, I feel a little guilty. <laughs> he says, this last year was one of my best ever financially. He said, my business actually went up. Our, our stocks went up. And in spite of COVID, he said, I, I was blessed. You know, what I told him, I said, man, don't feel guilty. <laughs> God blessed you so you can be a blessing. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Again, just look, what has God put in your hands? And then ask the Holy Spirit to guide your giving. Listen, at Liquid, we trust God and we trust you, okay? We know God's going to provide for these missions. So thank you in advance for your generosity and your, your heart to serve Christ and his people. And finally, if you can please give by December 31st, man, that would be a huge help to our planning. You know, all, our, all these gifts are tax deductible and you can give online at liquidchurch.com or use the offering envelope. Uh, you can just postmark it by 1231. Uh, and your generosity, guys, is going to lay a foundation for generations to come. Amen? Guys, can I just say, man, one of the great loves of my life, I love being your pastor. I am so proud of you. After all we've been through, when I look at this church, I know the second temple isn't second best. Because with Jesus, the best is always yet to come. Amen? So let's pray together, church, and commit this vision to God. Would you put your hands out? Father, we thank you. Our hearts are full of gratitude and thanks on this Thanksgiving weekend. We praise you for great things that you've done, God, but we look forward to the greater things yet to come. Lord, we thank you for the, the Clean Water Cafe, for Sydney and Robbie and all of our special needs friends, God. It's just, it, God, we feel your Abba heart and your love for us. And Lord, we thank you for college students and we thank you for the meals that are gonna be packed next weekend. And God, none of this earns our salvation. These good works are just out of gratitude for all that Jesus sacrificed on the cross to bring us to salvation. So thank you for that gift. I pray that we could serve you with great joy, that we'd be people with shouts of praise and joy, not weeping. And Lord, we ask you to bless this Christmas offering. Do more now than we can ask or imagine in Christ Jesus. It's in his name we pray. Everyone said together, amen. Well, listen, guys, this is the time in our service where we're actually going to receive our tithes and offerings. This is our normal Sunday offering. So some of you might be like, I mean, I want to give to the Vision Sunday, and that's fine, but there are three ways you can give. This is just our normal Sunday tithes and offerings. You can always give online. Those who are at church online, you can just go to liquidchurch.com slash give. It's safe, secure, very simple, no friction. Or you can use the Liquid app on your smartphone. That's another way. Or the envelope we provide, you can just drop in the popcorn buckets or mail. Uh, however you give, man, whatever you give, thank you. It just means the world to know that you are on mission with Liquid as we're on mission with Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to check out Liquid Church for a weekend service, small group, outreach, or clean water trip, you can find out more about us online at liquidchurch.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, go ahead and subscribe or share it with your friends. Thanks again for listening.